0: It's the time of year again, boils and ghouls. It's time to welcome in another holly, jolly, spook yuletide season. This year, however, things are a little, uh, different. Yes, let's go with different. In the midst of a gloomy season, there's still laughter and cheer to be found. There's good tidings to bring, even amidst depression, disruption, destruction, and depravity. There are three hosts, for instance, who are getting ready to participate in another finale to their Ogre podcast. With that said, we now join William, Matthew, and of course, Christopher, who are volunteering at their local orphanage in this charitable, charitable season.
1: Boy, it sure is nice to give back to the
0: community, huh, Will?
2: <laughs> uh,
1: what? <laughs> well, I think your mask might be on a little too tight, buddy. I mean, don't take it off or anything. Please don't take it off. But you don't. Know, have to wear it that tight you goofy son of a nutcracker
3: Ah, that's better anyway yeah it's always nice to come down here and help miss Fezzawick especially with all the chaos at the end of the year Matt what are you working on
0: I'm wrapping gifts for the orphans awesome and Chris how about yourself I'm helping the orphans by building them a trap so they can catch Santa Claus when he comes out of the fireplace
3: oh good thinking well, I'm just about finished baking these holiday cookies, Miss Feswick. Is there anything else we can help you with? The-
4: oh, boys! I can't express how much I appreciate your help with everything.
3: We're
1: happy to help.
4: But not for long!
1: Huh? What? Who's there? Oh, no! That's the stock bad guy, Harry Bob. He's here to take over and demolish the orphanage!
4: That's right. I'm here to, well, okay, basically coming in. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna take over your orphanage. There's nothing you can do to stop.
3: Man, that guy sounds like a real Grinch, or a Scrooge,
0: or a Burgermeister Meisterburger,
4: a real Mister Potter,
1: something of a heat miser,
0: a real Santa Claus but
3: evil, a nasty Professor Hinkle S meanie,
1: a Hans Gruber type. Does that count?
0: The the wet bandits, I guess? Or a big old jerk. (gasps) Hey, Harry,
3: why don't you just get out of here? It's the holiday season, we don't like your stinky attitude,
0: chump.
4: Well, fine. If you haven't seen the last of me...
0: Man, that guy sucks, but at least he leaves when asked. That's true. Oh no, boys! I think I'm gonna need your
1: help to help save the orphanage from him or something. Oh, well, how's that? I need you to put on a pageant here to save Christmas! But we can't gather people in a space like that. Can we put on a virtual presentation instead? Oh, sure. I guess that could also work.
0: Let's just cut to the chase and kill two birds with one stone. How about we just do it our, do our Ain't Ogre Till It's Ogre holiday special Zoom call from here in the pageant hall? Chris, that's a great
3: idea. We already invited a bunch of our friends to Zoom call.
1: Why, Chris, that sounds like a mighty fine gimmick. I mean, premise. I mean, solution. A podcast? Like Smodcast? Or Serial?
4: Or WTF with Mark Marin, Or
2: the Joe Rogan Experience? Cinema Cinemaholics, Available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Uh, I guess that works. Whatever will save our precious orphanage, boys!
3: Oscar, my loyal and trusting dog, who's been here this whole time and also
0: talks, what say you? Catchphrase! <laughs> So now the boys and Mrs. Whatever must get to work decking the halls for a virtual holiday podcast celebration. After figuring out the Zoom info and dealing with the pesky connection issues, all the kinks were ironed out and it was time to participate in another round table it ain't ogre till it's ogre discussion. Now we join William getting set to start the broadcast. Zooms. What is it, Matt?
1: I was putting on my holiday sweater in the dressing room and I saw Saw what? It was
0: a
3: ghost. A ghost? A ghost.
1: Yeah. I think it was the Luna ghost from at the beginning
0: of 2002 Scooby Doo. Shiekies, we should investigate.
3: I agree. We should investigate. 2002 Scooby-Doo, that is. Because it's time for our Zoom call. Look, our friend Dan is already here and showing up.
1: Oh, right. Okay, well, yeah, we'll deal with the ghosts later. I'm sure that can wait. That's how ghosts usually work.
0: Oh, I hope that ghost doesn't get me. But if he does, we're live from the local orphanage. It's Saturday night. All
4: right,
3: Dan. Well, uh, thanks for joining us, and uh, thank you for making the time.
4: Oh, thank you so much. I'm very excited to be here. I... uh...
3: Thanks for having me. How how long has it been
1: since we last had Dan on here?
0: Season two. Oh, before my time. Cat in the Hat,
4: is, uh, probably. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. In,
0: you were on, oh, yeah, I think. You were on Cat in the Hat. If
1: I'm not mistaken, it was the episode before Chris joined, right, Will? Yes. Yes, <laughs> like, it is. I believe so. Well. So this is uh, so I don't know long if, uh, overdue.
3: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Chris and Dan, I don't know if you've actually met before this. We kind of threw you two. <laughs> Into this, I don't don't know if we ever actually. (laughs) Oh my god, we're such
1: horrible hosts. They were in the call, and we weren't like, Yeah, by the way, Chris, this is Dan." (laughs)
3: Well, I meant to do that, and then we just kind of i I lost track of that. Kind of rolled into
0: it, yeah. No, it's cool. Yeah, now 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 we're
3: here. But uh, well, Chris, this is our friend Dan.
4: I guess. um, Dan. Oh hi! Nice nice to meet you, Chris. I'm guessing your audition was better than mine.
0: I think what happened is that my my dogged obsession with Cat in the Hat kind of <laughs> inaugurated me into the uh, into the podcast,
1: and then we just liked having him around. Hey, <laughs> okay, uh, you
0: know, like just you know what? Let's keep him.
4: <laughs> it's like how like uh, yeah, Chris, it's like how cool parents uh, like cool millennial parents describe their like five year old children. They're like, oh, like how's the uh, like 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 a five year old is something cute, and then the parents like, yeah, I think I'll keep him. I don't know if you have like if you have any friends who have kids. That's like the yeah. cool like thing like, It's, it's to
0: more it's more work to get rid of them, so yeah. you know. <laughs> right. So, um, so Scooby Doo yeah, are... 12, 12 yeah. viewing.
3: Right. So normally in a in a given year we'd have uh, basically a little uh, get together at Matt's in Matt's basement, and then we'd watch the movie. We'd kind of talk about, it, have fun, maybe throw. Uh, a little shindig, and then we uh, just have a roundtable discussion about the film. Obviously, due to 2020 being what it is and COVID, we can't have a actual meetup. Uh, we're all in different states at the moment, I believe. So, um, yeah, at, at this point, we're just all doing this through a, a Zoom call. And Initially, we had a bunch of people <laughs> invited and, and willing to participate, but at the present moment while we're recording this, Dan was the only one who was graciously able to come. So, it's going to be a little bit weird, because um, not only is it only Dan, but Dan has actually not even seen the film, <laughs> uh, as we discovered just briefly before we started recording. Is that correct, Dan?
4: That is correct. <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't know what we were doing. I thought you were just, it's like, so all good. hanging out. But he's,
1: that's, that's this hit, though. Dan is just such a good friend that he showed up, regardless of having seen the movie or not. He, was just, he just came to be here for his pals.
4: Yeah. 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 I remember. So I, um, uh, I was, yeah. then I'd say like, "Oh, is this the one with Minor Forty Niner?" Yeah, and <laughs> yes, then yes, you just told me second. no, so I was like, "Oh, then I have not seen the film you were discussing."
1: You would like this movie, I think, Dan.
4: I heard it was supposed to be like a like R-rated, kind of like Twenty One Jump Street type vibe, like very self-referential. Like whenever uh, James mm-hmm. Gunn wrote it, is that correct?
0: Yeah, you can
4: sort t- of. There, I mean, there's, I, there's
1: I, relics I, of that in this script still, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, I it believe... was like
4: a like an
0: adult sub. Subver- it was envisioned as an adult subversion of the the cartoon, like kind of yeah, like so, a grown up version of it. Yeah,
3: I believe I think we talked about this back in like the first episode, but um, initially it was conceived as basically another Brady Bunch movie where I don't think it would have been R rated, but um, it would have been like a kind of like risque PG thirteen version cheek. where it's obviously yeah, yeah. Like, like very like self aware. Like a lot of like overt like pot jokes, like more sexual gags and stuff like that. Seventies cartoon I don't,
1: characters in the early two thousands mm. real world.
3: Exactly. I so would watch I don't. That. I mean. Oh yeah, it
1: sounds
4: I, great. I, I think PG thirteen <laughs> yeah. Scooby Doo sounds like really cool. Like, give it like a PG yeah. plot, but like PG thirteen scares. I'd be I'd be down for that.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's the weird thing about this movie is that like it kind of just feels like a mishmash of like. A number of things because you are correct Dan in that at one point the movie was rated R I believe uh, James Gunn the screenwriter said that uh, it was due to a uh, misunderstanding with one of the jokes he didn't specify which one but um, apparently that that was enough to push it over the edge and the movie obviously got that joke probably cut out so um, we don't exactly know what that joke was but there was at one point an R-rated cut of Scooby-Doo <laughs> that got pushed down to a PG rating that we have now and As it stands, um, the movie itself kind of feels like a um, amalgamation of all these different type of films just kind of roll into one, which makes it a strange yet fascinating little time capsule from 2002. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah, Uh, Dan, do you have I, I know you haven't seen the film, but do you have any opinion on it just based on what little you've seen
4: from it? Um, once a month I get a Snapchat from Matt Serafini that's just the seamless sugar ray. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. and Will like and I Mark McGrath that well. like yeah. creepily la, goes la, up to uh, <laughs>
0: uh, Dan, do you have any out of context questions about the movie Side Unseen? Um
4: Ooh, did I like that. that do they fun. ever mention the 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 tie-in with Dairy Queen with the Blizzard that had like the Scooby Doo crunches in them because I really liked that in Blizzard.
3: Uh, I don't
0: know. I,
4: I don't think this think one so, does. No.
1: That is an amazing question though. But no, it does not. There's no reference
3: to that. Is there any reference to that in the second one?
0: No.
4: No. Okay. Um. <laughs> Out of context. Like, like... That is the exact. Yeah. So, there like, no if
1: question I'm... about anything about it.
4: Um is um which i think i was like is mark mcgrath eventually the bad guy in the movie
1: that is, he is not he is only in that one scene oh where, well and then the sequence immediately well two it. scenes yeah
3: yeah yeah there's 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 two scenes with him it, it's basically a glorified extended cameo with him
4: man they should have We're had it be the bad guy the characters wasted potential
1: I mean he it, well, initially, the, the entirety yeah. of his screen time is him as the bad guy. So I, I don't yeah, he, <laughs> Mark McGrath he's, is is definitively a bad guy in two thousand Scooby Doo.
3: A secondary antagonist, <laughs> essentially. <laughs>
4: um, um does Scrappy Doo show up? Yes he yes does. he
1: does. Scrappy Doo is is the ultimate villain of the movie, Dan.
4: <laughs> oh, so something with Mark McGrath. He's kind yeah. of he, he's a the big bad, the
3: primary antagonist. Yeah. Yes,
4: that makes sense. A lot of people hate Scrappy Doo, so um, yeah. I, I could see How that being this, like a Dan? subversion thing.
1: What? How about this? I think I think this might be more in your in your wheelhouse. Do you have any questions for us about our experience?
4: Yeah. Okay. So, what? Uh, who here, like, actually likes Scooby-Doo as, like, a, um, like, they've been, like, a the mega fan cancer. here of, like, Scooby-Doo? Like, do you guys have, like, a, like, a like, big attachment to it? Before oh, you start I watching like, oh.
0: Scooby-Doo, but maybe not, like, I'm not, like, I don't have a poster of Scooby-Doo hanging on my wall, like I have <laughs> a cat in a hat.
1: Uh, I like uh, I like Scooby Doo and the franchise enough that I you know I I've, we've talked on the podcast before about how I have a script with Alex Barn Dollar um, based on the characters, um, and uh, I like the movie just fine. I like the movie less after watching it twelve times this year. I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. That makes
3: sense. The power of an ogre.
1: Yeah. The power of an <laughs> indeed. So. Did Which you... actually, I, I have a movie to pitch for next year for, to Will, but I'm I'm afraid that it'll hurt the movie for me. But I don't think it will. I don't know.
3: Well, it's... I mean, I think we uh, we decided a movie at one point. I don't know if we should should we reveal what that movie was. We can talk about we... it
1: if you want. Let's let Dan finish his thing first.
3: Okay. Yeah. Sorry. You're
4: okay. <laughs> um. So did you like it? And then did, what was like? What was your path? Did you have like a path where it was like? You liked it, then it got just progressively worse. Or is there, like, some plateaus where there's some up and downs where you're, like, you like mm-hmm. you kind of got so crazy around Watch number 7 that you, like, peek back up like a roller coaster and you're, like, damn, it's great again. Do you find, like, something new to enjoy? Like, what was, like, the, um, the trajectory?
3: Anyone
1: anyway, else want to go first? I mean, I can always
3: speak. What's it? No, go ahead. Go
1: ahead. Yeah, go ahead.
3: Yeah, I was going to say, I can always speak for myself, but for me, I went from viewing number one, I think I, I liked the movie the least. Um, and then like, as it went along, like I actually, I think kind of gained begrudging respect for the film primarily because the aspects of the film that I do like, I, I think I appreciate more for how they're able to overshadow a lot of the stuff that I just think is bad or just very corny or, and frankly, just poor decisions. Um, and I also think that having watched, uh, uh, Scoob, the new animated film back in, I believe that was May, um, that that movie being so terrible and so basically not a Scooby-Doo movie to the broadest extent made me also go and appreciate this movie upon rewatch and rewatch and rewatch because I was like, at the very least I can accredit this film to being a Scooby-Doo film, albeit not a good one, but one that does respect the franchise in some respect and fashion. Sure. So so, this is actually the rare time where I think I actually grew to like the movie more uh,
0: throughout the course of the, nice. the year.
1: Yeah, that's, that's cool. Chris, you want to go?
0: Um, it was mostly a plateau. Like, I don't, I don't, I think part of that, though, is because the gold standard for me is the cat and hat, which, um, for those that don't know, I challenge... The coup de gras. Yes. <laughs> um... I challenged my friend, no, I wanted my friend to watch the movie with me, and he challenged me, uh, Ken challenged me to watch the movie uh, 20 times, and then he would watch it, and he didn't think I would stick to that, but I did, and that was kind of the inception of the uh, season two of it in Ogre, and then over the course of like a year and a half, I watched it over 50 times, uh, just because at a certain point I became fascinated with it. (laughs) <laughs> um, and there, there was just more and more to unpack from the movie and
1: scooby-doo to your just, own psyche
0: yeah exactly <laughs> like it's still this movie where it's like oh man I, I watch it it's like it's almost like this head high um but Which,
1: uh, oh, so, on the subject of cat and Hat, before you finish may i just yeah. say uh when i watched jack frost with michael keaton the other night i kept being reminded of Mike Myers as Cat in the Hat. That's all. Thank you. Go on, Chris. Because
3: he's such a horny snowman.
1: No, they just look very
0: similar. Their faces. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. And so Scooby Doo obviously didn't have that same depth of yes. of analysis that the Cat yes. in the Hat had. Um, but I still think I think in in the back half of the year when you're watching when we're watching the movie for in an ogre like the repeat viewings kind of challenge you to look at more things in, mm-hmm. in in greater detail so i think there are other things that i noticed later on and even with our um our group we watch rewatch we we spotted things and pointed out things and shared ideas that we hadn't seen before and so that was very enlightening so i think uh this this final viewing was kind of like the highlight of the last four or five months uh totally in terms of just like like uh, noticing new things and and sharing new ideas so um, I guess there were peaks and valleys, but nothing really concrete that I can point out. Fair enough.
1: Yeah. I would say I'm uh, more in line with Chris uh, in that it was like mostly a plateau, although I would say a steadily declining plateau, um, but not by much. Like, I don't like this movie much less now than I did in like April, but I liked the movie more in January than I did in April, if that makes sense.
0: I think my enjoyment of the film decreased, uh, the decrease of my enjoyment. How it says. at the end of the day, I like this more than the Garfield movie.
1: I agree. Okay. I agree with that. I disagree,
0: but I really, actually, you know what? I
3: think this is a better film than Garfield. Like I think it's hard to ignore that yes. or to discredit that. Yes. But I think the experience of watching Garfield 12 times <laughs> was more pleasurable or more endearing to me.
1: <laughs> okay, I can understand that. This.
3: Uh, maybe not endearing because I, I, I used the actual definition of endearing before. But um, yeah, just something about, I think Garfield, the movie, for as listless and just generic and banal as it is, I think it's very much a background movie. Like it's something you can put on the background. You can like fold laundry. You can do yes. work. This is a you little can, too like, complicated kinda,
1: to be a background movie.
3: You just kinda have to pay attention. There's a little there's there's I, like, I fully the world agree. Could end.
1: I fully agree with you. Yeah.
3: It. Like there's there's a lot going on. Like people could die. People may have died in this movie. Yeah. Uh, and Garfield's Garfield just kinda like a, a lot of Yeah, you can you,
1: you can go yeah. in the kitchen and grab a snack and you come back. Garfield's still just trying to get Odie back. Yeah. It's yeah. it's it's, it's still really... dancing. He's
3: still yeah. He's still overweight. Um, yeah. <laughs> I
4: need more kinds of movies like that in my life, you know, just like.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's like the ideal Dan to like experience. Dan,
4: you've seen
1: Paddington, right? No. Oh, Dan, Paddington is like if Garfield was good. Oh.
3: <laughs> or any of these like early 2000 films,
0: basically. Yeah. Oh, Paddington is so good. It's Especially so two. fucking yeah, two is Especially amazing. two. Two is a dang masterpiece.
4: Yeah. Maybe.
0: Gosh dang.
4: <laughs> I, I, Paddington's like a movie that'll make me cry, like in a good way. Like, I'll be so happy watching 100%, it. 100%. Yeah. Will you cry when yeah. you Paddington 2.
0: Paddington 2 will do that for yeah. you.
4: I uh, yeah. was scrolling through movies the other day on Disney Plus, and I saw like Christopher Robin. I was like, I haven't seen that either, and I know that's probably also like.
1: Uh, Christopher Robin was a little disappointing. It's like a lesser Paddington, yeah. but I still liked it. I still think you'd probably like it. Yeah. Because it's, right. yeah, it's, it's, it's very okay. sweet. It's a very sweet movie, and yeah. you're a sweetie.
3: Sweet like honey,
4: sweet like honey,
3: or a marmalade sandwich.
4: I do like honey. What were you asking? Um, Um, (laughs) um, Yeah. So. Uh,
3: So, uh, Dan, do you have any other questions or anything you wanted to know about the film before we kind of get into our general notes and thoughts?
4: Um, I think what we should do is, you should like. Go through your notes, and then if enough, I have questions right. come up, I'll raise my hand, and that's where we'll... I
1: like
4: it. it it's, it's like question, it's like it's uh, like asking what? like, what questions do you have for a class you haven't even gone to yet? You know? I haven't even heard the lecture. Yeah, yet. yeah, yeah I Can I yeah. ask the teacher a question if I haven't heard the lecture? You know?
1: Yeah, you can just ask yeah. us to clarify stuff we talk about if you want. You know? like,
4: yeah, then right. maybe I'll think well, of a little
3: question. Usually we start. Yeah um usually we start with matt i want to start with chris this time just to switch things up for notes uh yeah if you're that's okay with
0: you yeah that's fine um i mean i don't have a a ton of notes i actually i had my notebook out but i wasn't writing because i kind of was just kind of like saying things on the fly yeah um
3: do you have any notes from past episodes
0: uh no no not really um i guess like I just want to kind of speak on some of the things that we remarked on during the live viewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's better, probably, anyway.
3: Yeah, we should mention this is the first time all three of us watched one of these movies together.
0: Yeah. Um, again, like, I've said it... I've said it the majority of the episodes, but again, like, I'm, I'm really... really impressed with just the... the uh, not, not necessarily the fidelity, but just the expressiveness of Scooby-Doo as a character. Um, there are moments that really understand... And exemplify. You're getting choked up. What?
3: He getting choked no. up? No.
0: <laughs> there are moments that really understand and exemplify the cartoon aspect of the character. Yes. Like, you know, when he's uh, tiptoeing under the suitcase, when he's uh-huh. when he falls at the window and he struggles in midair before falling down, like things like that. Um, like, and I know the second movie is weaker on a narrative level and in most levels, but I think that that movie understood the cartoon aspect of the character better than the first one. And um, I think ultimately, like one thing that really stood out to me as we were watching together is like this movie is often a war between James Gunn, Raja Gosnell and the studio. Like it's, you've got a lot of hands in the pie. that are trying to make the movie do different things in the cast and the cast. And and the cast is great. Uh, Besides, besides Mm -hmm. maybe Sarah Michelle Gellar, who isn't, like the best, but everybody else, like I mean, Shaggy or uh, Matthew Lillard became the de facto Shaggy for what a decade after that movie came out.
1: Still is right now. He still, plays still is. It.
0: Yeah, yeah, he still is. Right and Scoob, Scoob, which something he felt very maligned for. Um, right. as, not, as well, he should. Yeah, as well, he should, because the Scooby and the Scoob was, or the the Shaggy and Scoob was awful. Um, yeah. No, or at least
3: no, like no at least he should have. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, it's fine. They wanted to recast him. I think they should have at least like. Told him, or like, gave him a call and been like, "Hey, look, this is what we're going a different got, way for this movie." Out, yeah,
0: yeah, he found out
3: like on Twitter with everyone else, and that's just like that's an ultimate slap in the face. Right,
0: right. And there's that video of the girl at Com- the, the, the like little four year old girl at Comic Con who's like, yeah, it's a great, really thing. upset, and Matthew Lillard like just gets down on his knees and goes into full shaggy mode and gives her the picture.
3: Well, not full, me shaggy mode, but close <clears throat> to, you know, close, 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 close enough. <throat>
0: yeah. Um. <laughs> um I think that i i I appreciate what the movie tried to accomplish and I, I I kind of I like the original vision for it. I wish that what we got was closer to the original vision because I can see what James Gunn was trying to put together was really transcendent for the character in the property um, but I think <laughs> the world was not ready um, but overall I think out of out of Several of the movies so far in this in this podcast, I appreciate this movie for what it was doing. Fair enough. Um, I would love to see James Gunn take another crack at the character and the script and direct it himself at some point in the future. Ooh, that I, would be cool. I I doubt very much that will happen, but I, I would I would yeah. like to see.
3: Eh, never say never.
0: At the it's very true. least, I would love like if if I could you know rub the rub the the, the magic lamp and get a wish from the genie. I would at least want to have lunch with James Gunn and pick his brain on what he originally like. What what is your what is your Scooby Doo movie?
1: Mm, a fully he, off the he... record conversation with him about it.
3: Exactly. He, he actually uh, he said on Twitter at one point what his idea was for Scooby Doo three. I can try to find if you want to know it. But um, I mean, I
0: not even Scooby Doo three, but just like his his vision for the franchise. Like if oh for the whole thing, hey, okay. hey like hey Mr. Gunn, if you were if someone gave you uh. $200 million and said, make free uh, of control. Free of control. Nobody's going to stop you. Make a Scooby Doo live action trilogy. What do you want it to be? And I think he would have some really interesting ideas for it. Um, and you can see some yeah. of those ideas in the movie, but you can also see where some of those ideas were hamstrung by the studio and, and everything else.
3: Um, now, do you think um, if James Gunn had a choice, like someone came up to him and was like, you can either make Guardians of Galaxy 3 as uh, however you want to make it suicide squad two like not the one he's making now like a sequel to that film or your unfiltered pure vision for scooby-doo three which one do you think he would pick right now
0: uh do you, no uh guardians four, suicide squad two or scooby-doo three because was there a guardian he's already making guardians three
3: well i meant like if that that wasn't in place like if, i mean he's already okay. i
0: guess he's already written the script for guardians three so sure uh, but between between Guardians Four, Suicide Squad Two, and Scooby Doo Three, uh, James Gunn, Gun to Your Head, uh, <laughs> I would hope. I would. I, I mean, I would be curious to see like what even if you took the existing cast and made a uh, Scooby Doo Three with all of them much older. Uh, you know what would that? Middle age, I'd, yeah, middle yeah. age. I'd be very curious to see him do a darker, uh, black comedy Scooby Doo Three with older characters. In a more modernized setting, that like, that might be really yeah. That interesting. actually
1: sounds very him too. I feel like he would he could really turn something good for that.
0: Yeah, let's tweet at him. Let's do it.
4: All right.
0: Well, that's any my thoughts notes? on. No, that's that's all I've got. I didn't have any heart any um, concrete notes, but that was kind of like my 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 end General of the thoughts. year closing thoughts on the movie. Okay, fair enough. Uh, let's go to you, Matt.
1: So I didn't really take any notes this time because I was just watching it with you guys and I was talking about it. Um, sure. But there was one thing I remember that we all talked about, and I said we should save this for the episode. Do you remember what that was?
3: Oh no, I thought you were warming up. I do not. <laughs> I don't remember.
1: Was it something? Oh. It was something with the fountain, maybe right?
0: The fountain? Oh no, Scooby Doo
1: yeah. staring his own soul in the face and then dying. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I was gonna keep that
3: in my notes, but um, yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, since we brought it up. Uh, yeah, why don't we just I, hop into because I, we... I don't have any. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, as you were mentioning, um, uh, at one point during our viewing, I said uh, there should be more conversation to be had about the fact that our titular character in this family film has a moment where he looks into the literal eyes of his soul before <laughs> dying on screen, and I think that's something that is not really remarked upon a lot or really discussed <laughs> in pop culture, but it's kind of weird and... <laughs>
0: It? No, it's weird. Like, Scooby, Scooby-Doo dies on screen. <gasps> what? There's there's a
1: part of this but, movie where Scooby-Doo looks into the eyes of his own soul and then dies on screen.
3: Temporarily, but yes, that, that, that does
4: happen in the film. <laughs> Poor
1: dog. His soul gets pulled out of his chest.
4: <laughs> Are, do, wait, do dogs die if they look in the mirror or something? Is that, like, a thing that happens?
1: No, no, no. He, no like, they pull a... his soul out of his chest. And his soul ha- is like a little floating version of his own head. Is and he, he like looks ruff, himself ruff, so
0: in the so eye. He, Dan, Dan has Dan has no like he like he he
3: goes like like when it's getting pulled out of him, he like laughs like get tickled. <laughs> yeah. And then at one point Hold his on. soul's out, like he's like in shock because he's seeing his own soul. D- yeah, and then guys, he dies. Guys,
0: Dan Dan has no context on what we're talking about. Right. No. So, exactly. So, That's why we're we're doing. So this, the yeah. vi- the villain's plot is to.
1: Oh yeah, he doesn't
0: even know the plot. He doesn't oh. know the plot. But the the, <laughs> vi- the villain's plot is to suck. The, they're, they're at this spooky island amusement park, and the villain wants to suck everybody's, absorb everybody's soul, and replace them with monsters that take over the world. And uh, to complete the transformation and uh, visit a thousand years of chaos on the on the world, he has to absorb a pure soul, which is Scooby Doo. And so, Scooby Doo at this at the climax the little claw thing sucks Scooby-Doo's soul out of his body. And your soul is like a floating blue protoplasmic head of yourself. And so Scooby-Doo looks at his face in protoplasm, his soul floating away from him. And then he dies.
3: Like he processes the fact that his soul is out of his body. He is in shock and terror at such, because like that's just something no person or animal could really process. Right. And then he dies. Yeah.
0: Like, he straight up, like, on screen, just, like, like collapses, like, bruh. It goes limp. Like, damn, Scooby-Doo's dead. That whole... For about, like, ten minutes. For about minutes. ten, for about, yeah, like, you know, a few minutes, but...
4: That whole villain plot... It does happen. Plot, the whole villain arc plot you just described sounds just like Green Lantern and Parallax with the Rhyme <laughs> <Robert movie. Yeah. laughs> Like, you, like, steal yes. their souls, and I was like, that's what the dude from Green Lantern does, like... Thousand yeah, years Green, of chaos. Green Lantern that sounds like parallax.
0: Yeah, Green Lantern is basically a failed Scooby-Doo remake. That's insane. <laughs> I'm sure that's how they do it. Uh, <laughs> like we're, we're going to remake Will Scooby-Doo, but Ron Ron we we Ronald can't get see. the rights to it, so we'll make a we, we're going to keep the script and do a Green Lantern movie instead. <laughs>
1: um all right, well, should we continue with your notes?
3: Sure. Um so here's what I'm going to do. I have a bunch of notes from throughout the year. Okay. that I didn't say or don't remember uh, saying. So I just I randomly I scroll through them and then just say them without any context or what was going on in my head. All right, okay. Shaggy says jelly beans at the top of the burping, burping farting scene. I think that's a illusion. Yeah, so like before... Uh, when they go to the fake set in the movie uh, and uh, before... Um, Scooby-Doo, like, does the, the burp. They do the challenge. I, at one point, I think uh, Shaggy's just like, Jelly beans! And he goes to pick them up, and that's what he's, like, doing before he, like, turns to... Oh, yeah. His. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. So that, I guess I made a note of that. Um, does the extra holding the boom mic know what a boom mic is? So I think that's in reference to the uh, beginning of the film when there's the newscasters. Yes. Uh, and I guess... So one of the one of the extras, as we've mentioned it several times at this several times at this point, uh, the extras just seem to like kind of have this like Sims Uncanny Valley thing where they like don't really know what what they do or how they exist in this world, but they just kind of like have a simple purpose and they just kind of act those out. That's something I wish end.
0: I like. I might watch the movie one more time just to like focus exclusively on the extras because <laughs> that is one if. One of, if not the only, consistent thing in the movie is that the extras' performances are so weird. <laughs> Absolutely. Like it, it's again, uh, I said it during yeah. the live viewing, but it it's almost feels like du- directorial choice from Roger Gosnell where it's like mm-hmm. he doesn't really give them anything to do. He said just yeah, like he gives him a note card with one with one word written on it, and that word is who their character is, and he's just like just go with it, just. Just act, method acting,
3: you know. You ready for me to blow your mind? Yeah. That, I think, in my mind, in my head canon, that is Raja Gosnell's tribute and reference to the fact that in the Scooby-Doo cartoon, they cycle and recycle animation Mm. so that all the characters just kind of do the same things over and over again, including the background. And one of the characters have that kind of, like, plasticity in order to pay tribute to the cartoon's.
0: I'm here oh for it. my. I like Freaking God. That's like If it was somebody who wasn't Raja Gosnell, I would believe you. But it's, I think that might be giving him too much credit, but like if it were Tarantino. Thought, if it was Tarantino <laughs> No, but even like to 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 do a to um to not throw shade at Roger Gosnell for one minute. Um that logic tracks. Like I that sounds
1: yeah, it that, sounds like a legit sounds thing. sounds very
0: reasonable. Be, but yeah. <laughs> um, didn't
3: realize how CG heavy the sandwich was. I believe that's in relationship to, to the uh, the plane sequence and how the uh, sandwich turns CG when Scooby sucks it out of uh, Shaggy's hands.
0: Right, and when he uh, I just turned
3: into John Wilson there when he also
0: takes the sandwich out of the monster's hands at the bar. Yeah, that that's is true.
3: true. Uh, actually, it might have been. I know that could have been referenced. To and that.
0: the Sam we talked about the appetizing, how appetizing the sandwiches look. Like the plain sandwich, not so great. The bar sandwich that yes. looks tasty as hell. I agree. I agree. Yeah.
3: Um, Rowan Atkinson is playing Hitler. Now I don't think that's in relationship to the character <laughs> <Dan's-> <laughs> of Mister Minocchio. My-
1: Dan's ears. I'd rather at that one. <laughs>
3: But rather, uh, I believe that's in reference to the fact that Rowan Atkinson uh at one point during this year, it was announced that he'll be playing Adolf Hitler in the uh BBC series Peaky Blinders. And I, I think I made a note that to talk about on the show and never did.
0: So Hitler is in Peaky Blinders? What the hell? Apparently. <laughs> that's a, I, I, What?
3: I mean have you watched Peaky Blinders? I have not watched it
0: myself. Yeah, it's about English, like British people punching each other or something. I don't know. I've watched like two episodes. I I mean,
3: I may have gotten the show wrong, but I believe I remember seeing the headline uh, Rowan Atkinson is playing Hitler, just because it's one of those things I don't think you forget.
0: Let me uh, (laughs) me Google Rowan Atkinson. Uh, Here's a pretty
3: big one. This is the first note I took in February, and I never got around to saying it. Like Buck from Call of the Wild, Scooby-Doo is a soulless heathen made by machines, not by nature any living god. So, fair
0: enough. Uh, Apparently, uh, so, um, in September, Peaky Blinders team says that Roan Atkinson, as Hitler rumors, are fake news. Oh. Bummer. Well. Well, a boy can dream.
3: I mean, maybe someday. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, do... Is that... Is that good casting? I don't it's just such a bizarre choice. It's like it's just a I don't know. I don't even really know if it's a good or a bad choice. It's just like as is that is a choice. Um
0: we could sort of so, GoFundMe and see what happens. Or not a GoFundMe, a change, I don't change. I mean change.org. Change.org. Yeah. We want Rowan Atkinson as Hitler, goddammit. it. Uh, <laughs>
3: um And then this is actually something that I meant to bring up, I think, <laughs> either in October or November, but we we never really did a proper tribute to uh, Ken Spears, mm-hmm. one of the creators of Scooby Doo, who passed away, right, uh, this year. So, all oh, right, um, yeah. Not to end my notes on a downer, but um,
1: yeah, it'd be good to mention it. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's bring the conversation back up and talk a little bit about next year.
3: Sure. Uh, Dan, do you have a guess or uh, something that you would? predict us to be talking about in season five
4: um is it in like the similar like a similar film like pg like kind of rated family movie based on a property
3: yeah at least what i have in mind yes yeah Uh, i'm not quite sure if uh
4: so um you guys seem to not like raja gods i looked up his filmography and i'm thinking are you guys doing the smurfs
0: oh god no that's uh don't put that evil on me (laughs)
3: I think Smurfs I don't know I mean at least my conceit for the podcast yeah I mean my my general conceit for the podcast is that we would try to do films that like we have like some like nostalgia for or some sense of like we we grew up with those Uh films for me and and I have to assume for Chris and Matt as well like Smurfs I was like when I was in high school I think we were both in high school at that point
0: yeah Um, I never even saw it it. I've never seen it it was kind of like at that point it was like oh Smurfs that's that's kids movies you know
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah i mean it's just like i don't have any like reverence or like negative or fond feelings i just mostly forget it. Mm-hmm. like i know neil patrick harris is in and stuff like that but um yeah i don't i don't think it would be a fun one to do because it's just like a film that that came out because um another our friend dj keeps trying to get us to do yogi bear and that's another film where it's like you know i don't have any like i i have kind of like lukewarm feelings on the film but that was the like, one that came out when you were in high school and I don't yeah. like, like i saw it once i thought it was like whatever and then i i See it to mostly forget it. Also, uh,
1: the uh, characters of Yogi Bear were popular in like the 70s, not when we were kids. Whereas yeah. Scooby Doo was popular when we were but kids. I'm talking
3: about only the movies. Oh,
1: yeah. I know, or, but yeah, but, yeah, but even still, hard. there's like no nostalgia for it at all, is what I'm saying.
4: Yeah, I I have like three guesses. One, it's like okay. not confident. The second is like, okay. I think like it's a like I don't think that this that's what it's gonna be. It's like these would be possibilities. So one's not confident. Two is like maybe I could see it, and number three is like a meme answer that I think you'll. Okay. 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 So the not confident one is Casper, the Friendly Ghost, because you're on a Scooby Doo, and mm-hmm. I thought know, like that's a fair guess. Um, and then because it's like '98, so it might be like oh, like little kids like watch that movie.
3: I do have nostalgia for that film, so that would be a fair guess.
4: And the next one was um, the Flintstones. Viva Rock Vegas. It's, like, it's a good guess. Um, which I thought, like, another maybe, or just like the, the first one, the live action. <laughs> and then my meme guess is Super yeah. Mario Brothers. Uh,
0: we actually consider Super guesses. Mario Brothers.
3: Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, Super Mario Brothers was on the table at one point. Uh, Viva Rock Vegas was definitely one along with Casper that I've seen several times and have genuine nostalgia for uh, Can't speak for... Uh, Chris and Dan, or Chris and Matt. but um, I'm
1: actually leaving, and Dan is taking over. <laughs>
3: <laughs> we couldn't replace Chris, but we right. could replace Matt.
1: <laughs> anyway. What? Anyway. Uh...
4: And then, like, uh, the second option the for meme the Meme answer was going to be Space Jam. Hmm.
3: Okay, that one. That was actually one we were going to do, or I proposed that one for season four, and uh, Matt was pretty adamant that we didn't do that. You you can explain your reasons for that, Matt.
1: I wasn't that adamant against Space Jam, was I?
3: You were pretty. I mean, that was the main reason why we didn't do it, because you were like, you, you just you just didn't. You were kind of putting your feet in the sand about it, because you were like, not really into the idea. So we. I just we feel like Space Jam's other... played.
1: Like everyone's already talked about Space Jam.
3: It's played out. Yeah, yeah, played out. Yeah, uh, that's fair. I mean, I I kind of wanted to do it because uh, the sequel would be coming out, and I, I thought it'd be fun to tie it in there. Well, but it's, um, it's still
1: a possibility for next year.
3: Well, I mean, that's the thing is that like, so that that's probably a pretty good guess because that's that's one we have considered. But the the film that I think we've been talking about the most or, or putting the most stakes into at this point is yeah, uh, my 2000...
1: latest suggestion.
3: Oh, okay. Well. I'll I'll tell you the one that I've been thinking yes. of, and then we can hear your suggestion. Yes. Um, the one I've been thinking of is 2002's The Master of Disguise.
0: Yeah, same.
1: Yeah, oh, that's what I've been generally imagining. It's
4: good. I've yeah. never seen. It's that movie the one we've
1: either.
0: talked primarily about for the turtle scene. Yeah. <laughs> what was your suggestion, Matt?
1: Uh, so this one's a little. This is this would be an interesting, and I think it would kind of get us back closer to season one, in terms of like the type of movie. But, uh, genuine suggestion, the SpongeBob SquarePants movie from 2004.
0: Ooh. That's good, will too. Will looks unsure. Now, now,
3: that's a film I'm not particularly fond of, but that doesn't mean... Is that, that right? Uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. See, I, I don't am, like any of the SpongeBob I am, movies. I am
1: very fun. fond of the first SpongeBob movie. It's, right, it's, and it's one of your favorite films. Yeah, it's in fact one of my favorite movies. Uh, so that, for me, that would be an interesting test of, like, will it still be one of my favorite movies after 12 viewings? And I kind of think yes. For whatever reason, I think, I think I'm think i so sweet on that movie that I don't think 12 viewings would kill it for me. But I don't I know.
0: I th- think, I mean... I mean, the
3: episodes of SpongeBob are very watchable.
0: I think that maybe the SpongeBob movie might... And not to shoot down your, your suggestion, no, 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 yeah. but uh, I think that the SpongeBob movie might bode better as, like, a... Uh, or might fare better? I don't know, whatever. Um, it might fare better as, like, a one-and-done, like, watch party slash commentary.
1: Oh okay. For like you mean like between the four of us or Yeah. The three of us or if Dan wants no. to join as well.
0: However <laughs> many of us? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, my only my my only question with uh SpongeBob is how long is it? Because it's it's some, it's 80, 81
1: I think or 82.
3: Okay, 81. I was going to say cuz that's to me that's like the kind of uh the key yeah to whether outside of, like general nostalgia yeah. for me I I think we've figured out like for this to work you can't make it more than uh, 90 minutes. No,
0: course. I totally Well, that's why you. we didn't do uh, Super Mario Bros. That's like a 104-minute right. movie. Which is- I um, think it's
3: also the reason why we didn't do Space Jam, I forget how long Space Jam is.
0: Well,
1: one thing I would like to note about SpongeBob as well, though, is that um, it's also probably the movie that I've seen the most times. Uh, okay. But, like, that was even more than Cat in the Hat. I would watch that one nonstop. I would draw frames from it. Um, and I, I it's, it's it's like, you know, like I said, it's one of my all-time favorites, but again, I'm, no, I'm not going to be upset if we don't do it at all. Um, I think, like, just, for
0: for a movie that's your all-time favorite, I think that like, might be a bad all, idea. <laughs> if we're all in the same plane for a movie, it might work better, but, like, I would be totally game with doing a commentary or some, like, little short podcast on what you love so much about it. Hmm, right on.
3: Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I mean, like I said, it's not, like, most of the movies that uh, we've done on this podcast, I'd say, are not very good. Or Yeah, well, that's that what I mean. Yeah, like,
0: it would be something that... How dare like... you slander a Cat in the Hat like that? <laughs> I didn't say Cat in the Hat. You said most of the movies are not very good. Yeah, most, that's true. Yes, I didn't specify. <laughs> well, you said most, but I, so you <laughs> say most. I, I don't know, I actually, feel like literally.
3: my honest opinion of Cat in the Hat is that, like, I have
0: no firm opinion on it. Like, <laughs> I, think it once,
3: I think it is at once brilliant and terrible <laughs> and, like... The I firmness, like certain... the firmness
0: of my opinion, uh, makes up for the the lack of your firmness uh, of yeah. your opinion.
3: I mean, I think that's the beauty of our se- our second season is that like we watched that movie twelve times, and I still don't really have a firm <laughs> opinion <laughs> on what I think that movie is.
1: Well, this is the third. The f- I mean, this is the fourth season, and on that note, we should actually probably wrap up this discussion. And
3: yeah, and... unless um, Dan, you had any lingering questions about Scooby Doo or? Anything you want to discuss before we wrap up?
4: Um, are there any callbacks to a pup named Scooby-Doo? That's one. They
1: reference Coolsville, which Coolsville yeah. debuted in Pup Named Scooby-Doo. Oh, heck
4: yeah. So. Okay. Well, I think Coolsville sucks.
1: <laughs> yes, that is the second movie, yeah. Daniel.
4: <laughs> oh, see? Here we go again. There you go. Um, <laughs> good callback, though. Do... Do they say I would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for you meddling kids? Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. reference it a couple times. At, at least twice. Good. Um,
3: Old Man Smithers does make a campaign. Good.
4: Do they. Um, do Fred and Daphne, like, go away Do to do, like, their thing while Velma goes alone? And...
0: Engage in love? No. Uh, they don't get it all on They Kiss, though.
4: Yeah,
1: they kiss, yeah, and they this is kiss. this is also the first official Scooby Doo property that paired them romantically. Fun
3: fact. Oh, interesting. Really? Yeah, yeah. At least explicitly, I guess.
4: That's cool. Um, I was wondering yeah. to do like the 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 normal split up like uh, Shaggy and Scooby are right. scared, I have to go do the most scariest thing. But they'll do it for a Scooby Snap. Yeah. So is it like?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, they do that.
4: Good. So They do like all the the hallmarks. That's good. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's
1: a it's a good adaptation of Scooby-Doo as a movie.
4: Do the I'd Globetrotters say. show up? They, they do not. Damn. No. Zero out of ten.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Would not recommend.
1: <laughs> oh, no. The Luna Ghost is back.
3: Jeepers is in the pageant hall with us now. We've got to stop the ghost. Wait. If we get him over by the fireplace, we can catch him in Chris Santa's trap. Great idea. Let's do it. It's just too bad this kind of development doesn't really work in the best way over a Zoom call, where the viewing is limited by the camera and the connection strength, and even less for a podcast as no one can see anything at all. So while the events we're witnessing are very dramatic and animated and dynamic, the audience just doesn't really get a chance to
1: see what's going on. Huh? Yeah, Will, while you were busy yammering, we captured the
0: ghost in the Santa trap. Oh, that's great. Now let's see who the Luna ghost really is.
1: It's, it's Harry, Harry
0: Grinch, Grinch
1: But wait, I think he's wearing a mask.
3: Well, let's see who Harry Grinch Oven Marv really is. It's, it's
1: Miss, Miss Fuzzywig.
0: Wait, that can't be. She's standing right next to us. Yeah. What the
1: fucking you? Plus, why would she want to take over the orphanage? She already
0: runs it.
3: It kind of looks like whoever this is is wearing a whole bunch of masks.
0: Just keep ripping them off and we'll keep yelling names. Ebeneezer Scrooge. Scrooge, Scrooge,
3: The 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 Grinch. Grinch,
2: Grinch, Baby Yoda. Yoda, Yoda, The the Coronavirus. coronavirus. Bobby Bobby DeGoyne. Raja now. President-elect Joe Joe Biden. Biden. Borat, Austin, Austin Powers, Powers. Shrek, Shrek. Miss Mr. Mr. Bean, Bean, Bean.
1: Bean. Tire, entire Our 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 Trotters,
3: Globetrotters. Globetrotters. Scrappy, Scrappy Doo, do. do.
1: Oh, like in the movie,
2: Pamela oh, Anderson, yes.
1: Bond.
2: Bond, James Bond, Bond. Danny, Danny DeVito. DeVito. Rivers Rivers Cuomo I hate him Cher The Mass mass from the the Mass mass. Steve Steve Harvey Harvey. Mario
4: Mario. KFC's KFC's Eleven Herbs and and Spices
2: spices. The The Concept concept of of Time Bill Bill Murray Murray. Chuffy
4: Dan Dan in real real life. life.
2: The The Justice Justice League Snyder Snyder Cut.
4: Cut. Our Our Lord Lord and Savior, Savior, Jesus Christ. Christ. Amen, and also with you. The
2: The cast cast of Disney on Ice. Ice. Gary Gary Busey. Busey. Oh, Oh, what what the hell? hell?
3: Let's Let's save James James Gunn. Jesus is getting out of hand.
0: The, the Late, late Don Knotts
3: Buddy
4: the Elk, Elk,
2: Tom Hanks, Hanks Dwayne, Dwayne The Rock, the Rock Johnson, Johnson Tom Cruise
0: Mr. DeGorion Venom
2: the, the Wonder, Wonder Emporium, Emporium Man, Michael Keyes Jack Frost
3: Melvin Dew do. Do. PlayStation, PlayStation
2: 5, 5. The, the Lost City, City, City
3: of Atlantis Christopher, Christopher Nolan. Nolan
2: Nanny, the, Nanny, maid, the, maid, the who maid, maid, maid who haven't
3: mentioned, mentioned his been here, here in, this in the orphanage the whole time, the whole time.
0: Reference! <laughs>
3: oh, it looks like this next mask might actually be the last one!
0: Great, let's see who this really, really, really is! IT'S Alma's Metalhead, Metal METALHEAD FRIEND! Friend.
4: <gasps> why am I not surprised?
3: I knew that goatee was sinister.
4: Yes, it's true. It was me all along.
1: But why?
4: I guess I wanted to do something that mattered. Actually, it actually had an impact on the story.
3: Well, sorry to break it to you, pal, but this did not.
4: YEAH, YOU lousy CHUMP! YOU SACK
1: OF POTATOES! YOU NAMELESS Crete.
0: YOU UNREMARKABLE INDIVIDUAL!
3: You forgettable fraud.
1: You probably find person in real life caught in the crosshairs of our ceaseless monthly dragging. Rats. On that note, should we wrap up the holiday special?
3: Well, what do you think, Oscar? (laughs) Gashphrase!
0: I couldn't have said it better
3: myself. All right, Dan. Well, thank you so much for joining us and uh, making the time to engage in our season four finale.
4: Oh, thanks. For having me, it was a wild ride. Um, does your audience also know that I did not read the script for your like interstitial kind of narrative? <laughs> I just did that as a cold read. All the characters I are played, I had I, I don't know
1: long what long you're ago. talking about.
4: Those yeah, are events that actually about.
1: happened, Dan.
4: <laughs> That's all canon. <laughs>
0: I'm very I'm like
4: I'm like the Peter Sellers of the eight Doer Still Doer universe. The Mike Myers, the Mike Myers, actually.
3: yeah i'm I'm not too familiar with the script you're talking about but i will say if you were reading off of this uh script you did quite a good job for having uh, read it cold yeah
4: having read read it cold (laughs) and thanks again for obviously having me on a great time i appreciate it thank you Uh, glad to hear you have me on
1: yeah we'll have to have you on again soon uh, at a time when you've actually seen the movie maybe master of disguise (laughs) you never know
4: or i've never
3: seen ourselves so there you go yeah, whatever we choose to discuss in Season 5. But until then, you'll find that next year. And remember, kids. It ain't ogre. Till it's ogre. From,
0: from, from our families, families, families to yours. Merry Cheers. Christmas. Merry and Christmas happy, and holidays. happy holidays.
3: All right. Stay safe, everyone. And here's to a better 2021.
1: Now let's Boogie.
2: School, that was fun. Let's grab another skateboard and like do it again, huh? (laughs)